0: Jane. Hey Issa. the <laughs> we under the, we in we're under the
1: uh, hello, Jane. Hey Isa. <laughs> Happy good morning. Happy Sunday morning. And to you. <laughs> uh we're we're recording this pod. Um after the first day after the presidential election was called by CNN, uh, yep. what what did you do to what did you do yesterday to
0: to hang out? So, uh, I mean, I was sort of numb by the time the results came in, but I went over to some <laughs> friends. Uh, and We hung out outside and we had a fire pit and and That's I thought awesome. they were I thought they were kidding, but but my, my bestie printed out pictures of Trump and we burned them,
1: which is a little that. Dumb, you did but. send us a photo that looked like it looked like a coven like photo
0: yeah it wasn't as spooky <laughs> as um it probably seemed it was pretty straightforward also there was a funny moment where someone like put the, the picture in the fire and I guess just because of science it like came flying back like lit up Ooh. We were like, no
1: <laughs> it's cursed yeah. yeah I had a good I had a good like city story as well From you know, if people are seeing on Instagram and Twitter all these people dancing in the streets of of New York City, (laughs) um, I I didn't know the race was called and I had ordered a package from Adidas. I ordered this Adidas dress on sale for seventeen dollars that I was really excited about. And FedEx called me and said your package is here, and I was so impatient to get it that I went downstairs in my bathrobe first thing Uh in the morning and got the package. And then as I was sort of in the lobby of my apartment, I saw people cheering outside. And so I it was a very cute, I guess, New York moment where I opened the door to my building in my bathrobe and like saw people cheering and realized what had happened. Um, But I also I also thought it was a marathon because a lot of people run on my street Mm. and people were cheering the runners and the runners were kind of shaking their fists in the air. Um, so I actually envied the, the people running. It seems like a good time to go on a run. <laughs> that is very New York.
0: I didn't see any cheering here in Jersey City, but um, that's fair. Maybe maybe later. <laughs> maybe they'll cheer was, later. Yeah.
1: Maybe they'll cheer later. <laughs> um, I also, the other thing I wanted to say was that last night, my friend uh, Julie made me a hot cider with Kraken rum. Wow. Which is a good addition to it because it's a little spicy. Yeah. So then you don't feel like you need like mulling spices and cinnamon sticks and stuff. And it was just a great, it was a great fall drink. Yes. For celebration. I don't know if eggnog is a fall drink or just a Christmas drink,
0: but either way I drank some last night and, um, which I've never had. It's great. But it's, it's, as I said, it's also gross. Um, it's and great. And it's gross. It, it was also from Costco. So it was like extra gross.
1: Oh, it wasn't
0: homemade. Okay. No, but it's weird. You can just buy a, a bottle of eggnog with the alcohol in it from Costco. No nutritional oh. information on it because it's alcohol. So <laughs> I have no idea what was
1: in there. Wait, alcohol has calories. like alcohol has nutritional breakdown. No, on it. they don't have I feel to. like that's not allowed. It's a thing. Um,
0: okay. It just says like,
1: pregnant women can't drink this, and otherwise oh. go for it. Fair. I've I've never had it, but maybe I will this winter. Um, sorry, you my must. cat is running around the apartment like she's going crazy. Uh, speaking of speaking of things things that are crazy, um, <laughs> today we are discussing. Today we're discussing a movie named Tall Girl that came out on Netflix. Uh, we. Uh, you know, we haven't done very many, we haven't, we we're sticking to recent movies Mm -hmm. for now. Uh, Do you have any, do you have any personal connection to this movie, Jane, or any, any background you'd like to share? I remember it coming out and and causing sort of a
0: a Twitter dialogue. And so (laughs) I, I I started watching it, um, whenever that was, but I stopped, I, I just wasn't into it at all and I stopped so um oh I was surprised to find you tried it find how I felt later when I watched it this time around what about you
1: yeah I also remember a bunch of dialogue about the the premise being not very strong yeah <laughs> uh, and also some some discussion about the lead actor she is Ava Michelle because she's on Dance. She was on Dance Moms, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I remember noticing that. Uh, but I, I did not think I was gonna watch it, uh, and I also am. I'm not a tall girl. I'm a short girl, uh-huh. so I, I couldn't relate. Um, but maybe I am who the movie's for. Um, so we can we can just get get into it. I I did want to really quickly go over the cast. Uh, oh yeah. Let's because it. it has some interesting people we we talked we've talked about before so it was released by netflix in september 2019 on the heels of the craze of successful teen rom-coms released by netflix and it has ava michelle who is an american uh actress and dancer who was on the third and fourth seasons of dance moms when she was pretty young she's also pretty young in general she's an actual teen yep yeah, which I which I think in the first few scenes, I sort of was like, oh, yeah, this is a believable teen. There were things about her that I thought she she acted like a, a teen. <laughs> She's from Michigan and she um she was cut from Dance Moms for being tall. So, oh, maybe, I did not know maybe that. This is, or she was at least like slammed by the judges for being tall uh and then there's the movie also has sabrina the other big name i guess to point out is sabrina carpenter yes
0: i have a lot of thoughts on her because so you know who (laughs) she is but what i know about her is that she was in the movie work it and she starred in work it and she kind of played like the quirky nerdy girl i guess uh that was her vibe and in this movie she plays just like hot girl and also weird and I think yeah. it's a, I I think it's a more
1: natural fit for her. Um, yeah. but I actually like her. What do you think? I, so the first, ex, the first time I was introduced to Sabrina Carpenter, I was looking around on iTunes and I listened to a lot of, I don't know, I listened, I listened to the teen party playlist on, on Spotify oh, hell yeah. and, and they just kept pushing her at me saying, listen to Sabrina Carpenter. Uh, and so I remember watching one music video and saying, like, who is this? It's some Disney Channel star. But I, I personally think that she hasn't kind of quite figured out her brand. And this is sort of maybe uh, helps me to try and figure out what her brand should be. Like, I don't – I agree with you. She she isn't convincing as, like, a nerdy, quirky girl. I think she was great in this movie, actually. And we can talk about that more later. Yeah. Um, she's a, She's kind of a triple threat where she can sing and dance and act. And so – I think she's trying to figure out what she wants to do. It, it, it sort of reminds me of Demi Lovato and how mm. she's kind of trying to do everything. Uh, and I, I, I wish her the best, you know, uh-huh. I, I think, I don't know. I like her. There's something a little weird about, I don't know. Sometimes I've seen some gifs of her that creep me out. I, well, I was going to say
0: I I don't mean to judge, but like, it looks like she has had work done. And because she's so Mm. young, it's a little like it sort of takes you takes you out a little bit, especially Mm. when she was sort of playing like the quirky normal girl. I'm like, this girl is maybe that's what I'm picking up on because she
1: she either has like really heavy makeup or you're right maybe she has had work done or something, but. I also think she's like the child of, she's one of those people that like from a young age, like her parents were like, yes, we're going to throw money at this and make you a star. I think Yeah. that's my impression. And I'm sure she's a very nice person. She's very, she's very beautiful. Um, I need to listen um, to her music. I'll do that after the, after the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like her song and work it. Um, Okay. We let's, let's get right. Let's get right into it. Okay.
0: So 16 year old Jody is six feet and one inches her height has always been a cause of insecurity and a reason that she's been bullied her sister harper is a normal-sized pageant queen her best friends are dunkleman who is openly in love with her and farida who wants jody to be confident
1: yeah so she's six feet uh six one and one and a half oh
0: okay my bad uh the
1: first the first thing that I she, the first shot we get of her is like reading the novel Confederacy of Dunces, which I think is very interesting because I, I was like that is a very specific flavor of girl to put uh-huh. in the very first shot of the movie. But we get this shot of like her kind of making flirty eyes at this guy in the library, and then she stands up, and he's like, "Ugh, she's so tall." This is this was the first flaw of the movie, and it
0: <laughs> it kind of sums it up which is when he looks at her, it's like he's about to scream Godzilla. Like he's looking <laughs> at her like she is a freak. And everything is always filmed in a way where um, like it's either over her shoulder or it's like above yeah. or it's like from the shoulder of the other person. And it's like filmed straight up. So it's as if he's like looking at like a 12 foot person.
1: Yes. And it's, it's her, she says, this is perhaps, perhaps the weakest point in this movie is that it's, the premise is that she is a tall girl. Exactly. It is, she, her, the, the, the sort of big line in the start of who she is is she says, I'm a high school junior wearing men's size 15 Nikes, <laughs> uh, which is pretty big feet for even a tall person. Uh, so maybe it should have been called big feet girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be that, that relatable. Is, that is really tall. Like, I know people... I know men who are one and they're not size 13
0: feet, yeah. so I don't... That's a good I point. I wonder if that's true to life.
1: <laughs> oh, but she... I'll DM. I'll DM. What's oh, her you... name? Ava? If... Anna? Yeah. Or what's that website that says what what people are oh, like says, has see, pictures of people speaking. Check out. <laughs> <laughs> um the start they like call her lebron and like skyscraper or daddy long legs i think she says and so she like is getting bullied for it i will say that the one thing that i immediately became mad about was that she feels very marginalized by her height i guess but her outfit in the start is like an outfit i've been trying to pull off for a while which is a denim jumpsuit and some Jordans and I really want the perfect denim jumpsuit and some nice sneakers and that actually works way better on a tall person than a short person uh, and I've had a really hard time finding a good denim jumpsuit so immediately I, I'm not sympathetic because she's wearing the exact outfit I've been trying to put together for like months in quarantine I also thought her clothing melting. looked great from start to finish and yes um
0: they like you know, there is a make- makeover scene later, and it sort of suggests that she, like, dressed like a boy in the beginning, but it's—everything she wears, honestly, is super trendy right
1: now. It's actually great. It reminds me of um, what Molly and Bon Appetit kind of oh, wears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. who is also a tall, blonde lady. R.I.P. She's, well, she didn't die. No, but she didn't. But bon <laughs> no, Appetit sort of did. Death by cancellation. <laughs> yeah. Um, she
0: sort of saved yeah. herself a cancellation, actually.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. Our girl Molly. <laughs> um, so we have Jody, who is Dance Moms Ava, who was um, apparently actually something that happened to her is that she was criticized for her height in Dance Moms. We have Harper, uh, who's Sabrina Carpenter, um, and we have Donkelman. I I also think that nobody in this movie has a normal name. That's true. I so Farida like they never like,
0: I, I was, I was wrong about her name. And also this is jumping ahead, but there's a person named Stieg. I thought his yes. name was Steve for an hour and 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> fully, fully. Um, but this back is to, like back to this Dunkelman. Like you thought, this is like when you thought the guy named Spence was Sven. Yeah. I think maybe I just have hearing <laughs>
0: trouble, but okay. So Dunkelman is played by an actor who was in American Vandal, which is honestly one of my favorite Ooh. shows to have come out uh ever probably and I like him like I think that interesting he is super um cute and and funny like he has genuine like comedy chops I do yes. think uh I'm sure this came up on tumblr but <laughs> obviously it's weird that he's been pining after his best friend for like seven years and and hits on her every day and that's just like normal uh, but I really, I like just like that actor and I, I want him to be in more stuff. And so I was that's pumped good. to see I him. I can
1: tell that he was maybe a better actor than this role a lot. And to be, so Dunkelman is, I don't know why I wrote Jack, but Dunkelman is. This, oh, I think that's um, his first name. Oh, that's his real name. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no one calls him that though. <laughs> the, this short, her short King, best friend, <laughs> best friend. Yeah. Friend? Friend. Who loves her. Uh, and then there's like a funny gotcha where he's hitting on her. He's saying like, what are you going to wait for the one hot guy who's taller than you? And we get introduced to this tall Nordic Fjallraven clad exchange student. Yes. Um, Stieg. So Stig, who is like Always wearing Fjallraven. Correct. <laughs> he's from Sweden and he seems like the
0: perfect guy for Jody. but her bully Kimmy immediately goes after him. Um, to further complicate things, Stieg is living with Dunkelman, who's, mm. who's bummed out about it. And then Jody asks Harper for boy advice, and Harper and their mom give Jody a makeover. Yeah,
1: let's talk about Stieg. So Stieg's actor is a 24-year-old model, so he's actually a little older than um, Ava. But he, he he looked like a passable teen, maybe. I think he I worked.
0: Um, I'm an idiot and i truly didn't question his accent for the entire time oh i didn't think about that at all <laughs> and then no. he's from wisconsin okay the,
1: the model the i'm actor. pretty sure that his accent
0: is like bad but i just <laughs> i didn't <laughs> i didn't think about it it's from also,
1: wisconsin he's like wisconsin or tall
0: <laughs> then, all right that's there you go uh i think he's like hot in like a very feminine way and, like his hair is clearly dyed so it just yeah just, i agree he's not like what i think of as like the the teen hottie. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I actually also think that when I think of the, I don't know, really Nordic looking tall guy who could come from a European country. <laughs> like I think of, um, uh, what's his name? True blood and the big little lies. Oh, yes. Guy. I know
0: who you're talking about. Sorry, oh I'm not, god, gonna, not gonna help evacuating
1: you evacuating my brain right know. now. But that guy, and he uh, sort of has a you know more masculine jawline, maybe. Uh, and so I don't know. I I also was like, oh, this person is like an H and M model. Like, yes, that's totally. <laughs> that's immediately what I thought. Um, Alexander Skarsgard. Oh my god, I can't yes, believe that was evacuating my brain. Uh, I do think it's really funny because he comes in and then goes to the board and counts the carbon and hydrogen atoms in the molecule and then writes menthol and everyone's like wow i thought that was funny i (laughs) i thought it was really i thought it was really funny yeah
0: (laughs) i'm sort of this will be a theme but i was upset by how much i liked this movie and that was a moment that i thought was like funny and kind of weird in a
1: good way and i I thought i was gonna say i was surprised by how many genuine laughs i had in this movie yeah. i thought the humor was pretty funny i did kind of like also the hot girl when she's introduced i think the voiceover of our protagonist says she's like future travel agent or real estate agent person and i thought that was funny it's a good burn i
0: also i also liked that kimmy the hot girl slash bully like roasts jody in like yes. a good way i'm like oh yeah she's, she's funny she's got it she's got it i Sorry, also, jody. i
1: was I sort of believed that if I were a high school kid in their class, I would laugh at her jokes. She's like, she's, you know, if I were in the seventh grade and someone was saying like, "I think you mean taller Swift," I would legit laugh (laughs) and be unable to. (laughs) Yeah, she's not just like a dumb hot girl. She's yeah, she's she's hilarious.
0: Yeah, we like Kimmy. (laughs) She also
1: her voice. We like Kimmy. Her voice does have a little bit of the like smoker's cough or like smoker's rasp to it (laughs) later on, which I was like, oh she's very young to have that. But, um, yeah. And, um, another point that I noticed
0: is that Dunkelman's mom is black and it's just never acknowledged, which I agree. I think I like,
1: I don't know. It's, it's like, why not? Sure. I think it's fine. I think there's a trend. I, I got, I, someone made fun of me for this, for this observation before, but I, I think there's a trend right now in people realizing that, or sorry, TV realizing that people want more people of color cast in movies, and what they'll do is just pepper the extras or side roles with random people of color uh, to be like, look how woke we are. We cast a bunch of people of color. Yeah. Um, but that, that's sort of the difference between sort of colorblind casting and actually conscious trying to tell uh, better stories or trying to actually give people more, you know, high, high-paying roles. Yeah,
0: I mean, they totally... <laughs> They totally aided on Farida, who is her black best friend and who is a yes. thankless
1: character. That's a good point. She is like a Tudo Queens listening, Lizzo listening sort of caricature of a character, and she doesn't really do anything. And she also, um, I, I couldn't tell if the three of them were supposed to be friends Farida, Dunkelman, and her. I think so. Okay. Actually, let me, really, let me tell yeah. the next
0: point because that'll lead us sure. right there. Okay. So, Kimmy's Kimmy, who is the bully, her friend Schnipper pretends <laughs> to be Steeg over the phone and pranks no one has Jody, a normal name. who then hides in the bathroom at school. Farida tries to cheer Jody up to no success. Jodi runs into Steeg in the music room and they bond over their love of musicals. Okay, yeah, so this and is she, the, oh, sorry, go ahead. This is Farida being just sort of there to help Jody, just to talk to Jody. She. Um, There's like a scene at the, at the cafe where like they're each talking to her and she sort of acknowledges it. And she's like, it would be so nice if my friends asked about me, but, but then that never
1: happens. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I do. Um, I do think that's like sort of the last and and Farida gets kind of pushed to the side for a lot of the second half of the movie too. So, um, there's a, we, we didn't really talk about the makeover scene too. Oh, right. Um, I think the one thing I was going to say is that I actually did like the relationship between the two sisters who it seems kind of have weird, uh, slightly neurotic parents kind of bearing down on them um, in a believable way that they actually still loved each other. And they, you know, the way, the way Sabrina Carpenter talks to her is pretty funny. I, I also agree with you that she's a decent comedic actor, and, you know, worked a little better in the, like, hot girl who's also kind of
0: weird role. Yeah, there was um, that one moment where she, Jody tells her that she likes a foreign exchange student and Harper, like, f- has a freak out. <laughs> and it yeah. could have been even weirder, but I, I like that they they went with it. Um, I think one reason why it didn't work completely is that the actress who plays Jody is not great. <laughs> She's not great. Um, but I feel like Sabrina Carpenter did. She did her best.
1: Yeah. I, I legitimately laughed when they were doing the makeup, make out, make out ah. takeover scene. They take her to like a Mac studio. Yes. It's so <laughs> specific, mall, which it's is, Mac. which is, it's very specific for marketing purposes, but it's also kind of realistic that you would go to like a Mac pop up in a mall. I that that felt kind of realistic to me. Cause I've, I've just like seen that in like malls growing up where you can get like free makeovers and buy their products. Um, and they, uh, and I guess her mom is really obsessed with pageants too. So the mom is excited. Um, but the the uh the girl the sales girl helping them recognizes harper her sister because she's a pageant queen and she says like hey i loved your i loved your performance in miss so-and-so louisiana and harper just yells focus and I, i legitimately laughed um that's that's another part we didn't really talk about i guess this this movie is set in New Orleans. Oh
0: yeah, that's like semi important, but also weird because there's yeah. there's a lot of scenes of New Orleans later, and there's a parade. Yes. Um, but of course, like all the characters are stupendously wealthy.
1: They're they're all wealthy, and they're mostly white. I was like, this is this is a uh, this is a very this if this is a New Orleans school, like shouldn't a lot of them be people of color? But also, somebody pointed out on Tumblr. Um, that that wouldn't be that tall. Like there's a lot of, um, especially uh, just uh, there were people sort of coming at it from two angles. One were um, people in Europe saying like people, teens and teens on Tumblr from Europe <laughs> saying like, is everyone in America just short, mm-hmm. which is a joke in the, in the movie. And then black teens on Tumblr saying like, I don't think that's very tall. Like there are people who are that tall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was, Sort of the two different uh, unre- unrealistic uh, groups. And I think but that's they- true. Just, I mean, the issue
0: of, of her being a tall girl and like that being something that is a thing, that's false. I mean, there isn't like yeah. a stereotype of the tall girl necessarily. Um, like yeah. someone is tall, but they're, they're not like a separate entity, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I legitimately felt bad when um, Schnipper again yeah. an, an insane name she never goes like oh yeah i just looked that up in the phone book under big ugly giraffe that's <laughs> i, so I literally cool. felt
0: bad <laughs> yeah he's an asshole Wait, did you say cool or cruel Cruel. cool <laughs> okay. with an r okay so there's a scene that i screamed at um which is mm-hmm. when Stieg and Jodi perform a song from Guys and Dolls. Mm. First of all, that's also one of my favorite musicals. Um, and so I loved it. <laughs> but the, So an issue here is that Jodi, like, she loves the piano, and we're, we're only yes. told about that up until this point, and I really wish they had, like, showed her, like... Playing piano, Showed her playing piano earlier, and, like, maybe someone watching her and, like, getting excited and her being embarrassed by it, or something, because it's just... It's just told to us. It's not she shown. She
1: doesn't even. She doesn't play piano in the end, except a little bit with her dad. Yeah, it, it's... I thought it would culminate in her like
0: playing piano. I, I don't know. That would make more <laughs> sense. Um, and she, she, the actress, also, is yeah. clearly not playing the piano here, and yeah. <laughs> they're not great singers. But I actually like.
1: Um, I don't know. I just like
0: guys and dolls.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, full disclosure. Uh, we are under the bleachers of a pro musical theater podcast, <laughs> even though we know, we know theater kids are canceled. We just, we both like musical theater. But I was screaming because a big sort of reveal here that she tells, that she kind of opens up to for Stieg is that she doesn't really like playing piano because it's her large hands that make her so good. And so she, it's part of her being a freak and part of her not wanting to be seen uh, separate from the rest. But I, but I actually, um, concert pianists would kill for like large um spanning hands like I know yeah. I've heard of like I knew kids who like played a lot of classical piano uh in high school and they a lot of times like a limit would be just how physically big your hands are yeah uh, so I, I was like you should not be ungrateful for that and That's also awesome. like, but you sit when you play piano <laughs> 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 like it seems yeah, like the true. perfect
0: option for you <laughs>
1: yeah um we we but we love we love the guys and dolls scene it's really cute they sing together yeah it's also i have a soft spot for it because sharing sharing musical theater um sharing musical theater songs or shows that we like is like a big a big part in like the origin story of how i first started liking my now husband (laughs) we like uh one of the first times we like hung out not really a date but hung out was like um we, we met up in the library to study and we just started looking up um oh my god, this sounds so dumb. That we, we just started looking up videos from like Tony Award stuff that we liked and like sort of introducing each other to new shows that way. Um and you know, from one girl to another you find that uh that straight musical theater loving guy, you uh you hold on tight.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the flip side, my boyfriend does not like musical theater and it is a constant <laughs> source of tension. <laughs> Um, have me continually trying to make him like something he likes, he's, he likes he some doesn't. shows we like it yeah, anyway. he um, likes one song from Cats that he plays over <laughs> and over but it's like I think he's trolling me with it anyway
1: what, um, where are we in the movie <laughs> let's see okay so
0: Jody's dad holds oh, yes. a tall person meeting at their house but this only makes Jody more upset Steig calls to invite her over to watch a musical uh, during which Dunkelman ke- keeps interrupting them Afterwards, Stieg takes Jody home and they kiss. Steeg confesses this to Dunkleman, who tells him to focus on his real relationship with Kimmy. Jody eventually finds uh, this out and is pissed at Dunkleman.
1: Yeah, I, um... The, the weird tall person club with, like, random 30- and 40-year-olds in the house, I just didn't understand what was happening. I, I guess the dad was trying to
0: connect with her, but it was the wrong choice, obviously. Um it also like didn't seem to make sense to me why this group would hold meetings at someone's <laughs> personal home i mean there are libraries there are coffee shops like how did they get in touch with him to like go there's into no his house there's no such thing as a tall person
1: club in New Orleans. does it not exist because like, i feel out. like it might exist tip-toppers. maybe it maybe it exists i don't know i just i was extremely mad i i do like the like hot redhead who's like yeah you're tall with us now and then there's like a girl upstairs who's like no actually i hate it <laughs> uh she it's sad because at this point she like looks up height reduction surgery which is a real thing wow um, and it's uh the only the only time i've heard of it actually is the movie gattaca where it's like an extremely painful operation that he has to oh, okay so gattaca <laughs> is a movie that for whatever reason
0: my entire middle school watched it in the auditorium Not even just like, not even just like in. (laughs) It's not just that we like all watched it in chem class or whatever. Like we all went to the auditorium to watch Gattaca. It has
1: Jude Law in it, right? Yeah, I think it's like a uh, a trendy like bio bio biology and ethics movie and right people were really afraid when we first started messing with genetics people were afraid that we would um just all become eugenicists which right. there are That's, eugenicists, sure. that's happening. Uh-huh. it doesn't have you know the technology doesn't happen that fast but i watched it in my bio class too and i do remember he has to get a height, a height reduction surgery to pretend to be someone else and it's insanely painful and i think that's what she finds out when she when she looks online she's like it's really painful i know nothing about this and I guess you would cut out part of, chop off part of your bones, which is insane. Yeah, um, that feels but bad. But it's, it's a it's a nice moment where Stieg asks her to watch a musical out of nowhere. Um, Even though he has a and, girlfriend. And, and this, she puts on a little bit of makeup. She looks really pretty, I have to say. She looks really pretty. Like, but of, I also just think she's pretty. Yeah, a lot of
0: makeover <laughs> scenes in movies are, are dumb, and this totally fits into the, mm. like, sh- she's not more beautiful than she was before, but... I do think like her makeup and her hair and her outfit like she looks great and I like I don't know it made me happy to see her not have like some insane makeover but obviously it is ridiculous to suggest that she is like valuable
1: now cuz she looks yeah.
0: great before <laughs> she was well, equally it, valuable it, because she was equally
1: beautiful <laughs> well and there's this scene where Donkelman opens the door for her and he's like oh my god she yeah. looks so i'm like aren't you already in love with her i don't understand but he is a huge asshole who stands in front of the tv whistling during people will say we're in love which made me really angry i was like if someone did that i would literally yell at them if i was trying to not watch yeah. a movie and they were just standing in front of the tv he's i don't really understand twit he's so <laughs> cute Okay, so
0: there are a few things that are said in this scene and then later that sum up kind of my feelings about this movie. Okay. Kimmy, Kimmy the bully says, You're the tall girl. You'll never be the pretty girl. Mm. And later, Jody says, I think to Stieg, When you're a tall girl, that's all people see. And this isn't true. And so I think the real issue is this not true. is that tallness like isn't a universal thing yes. like but but insecurity is and i feel like it would have been way better and it would have solved the problem of this movie is to not to not have made her be the tall girl it's just to have made her be the insecure girl and have it not mm. be specific also she has no identity besides her tallness she has no personality um she's just tall and
1: yeah her personality is that she's a theater kid which i assume there are like 5 million of
0: yeah, she's, she just doesn't have
1: a lot going on. So I did wonder, yeah. did you have a tall girl in your grade? Ooh, good question. I yeah, I I was gonna say, um, I didn't have anybody who stuck out above the rest who was a tall girl. But I will <laughs> Stood say out, that two you know tall above two everyone. <laughs> um, two people at my at my second high school, where I did eleventh and twelfth grade, uh, were in the most sort of when I think about the popular click, they were like the two most popular girls mm. and they were quite tall. One of them was a volleyball player yep. and really hot, And one of them was a model. Uh. And that's what I was going to say, which is when you're really tall, you can probably be really good at sports or be a model. And maybe that's, you know, pushing people into boxes, but those are two options that are unavailable to short girls. <laughs> okay. That's exactly. So in my school, there are two
0: tall people that I can think of. And one was like, the best volleyball player in the state or something like we had an insanely great volleyball team and she definitely went on to play in college. And then the other one was like a beautiful fashionista who walked into school every day wearing aviators. And that was, um, a cause of gossip (laughs) because she would walk Mm. around with aviators and Starbucks, Mm, but she was beautiful. (laughs) And like, I remember very specifically a shorter guy that I knew like who was in a different grade, like saying that he thought she was super pretty.
1: A short King. Yeah. I, well, the, the, the tall model I'm thinking of um, was incredibly mean Ah. because she just was prettier than everyone else and had modeling gigs in, in high school. And then there was another girl who was their friend who was not quite as tall, but still pretty tall and model like, and she, uh, she was an actual not pageant, but she was, she entered, um, she was Miss Thailand. Whoa. Yeah it's okay. insane <laughs>
0: <laughs> good yeah, for her so I,
1: I you know tall people tall people beautiful people she's beautiful um i get that she if she was a dancer like the real actor it's really hard because dancers are supposed to be um a certain height they can't be too short or too tall um and that's that sucks actually uh the, the last musical i saw before uh before shit went down with covid Town. one of the ensemble dancers is this really tall guy named timothy hughes i think is his name um and he's this just like incredible like body to behold because mm-hmm. he's insanely tall insanely jacked and is a great dancer um and it and it's a great it's great that they have him in that company because i think you do get ruled out of casting calls for being mm. tall yeah um tall guy representation there's just a
0: lot of body (laughs) scrutiny for for that kind of thing like i was watching i watched a little bit of this youtube thing about gymnasts and like if you're a great gymnast but you like have boobs like you're Mm -hmm. you you like might not get to like be a gymnast anymore
1: like anything above an a cup
0: (laughs) it's just it's just um i think this type of body scrutiny is particular for dancers and so it just doesn't
1: yeah and other athletes like, it doesn't
0: translate well
1: to the you can't movie. be like doing backflips and people are like bling, bling, bling. <laughs> but they can there are some We're, we we
0: have to can, yeah. we have to
1: fight for these big boob gymnasts <laughs> have to fight they need our support fight for the fight for the badonkers <laughs>
0: okay so another support them yeah they need support in many ways so <laughs> another point that i think we need to talk about is that Jody kisses this guy who has a girlfriend. Yes, like she yes. sucks. Like this isn't okay of her to do. I-, I don't think. I mean, she is treated very cruelly. Like, and so I, I get it, but it's just it doesn't feel good to me, and it and it doesn't no. feel like Stieg is good either if he's gonna kiss her when he's a girlfriend yeah
1: i felt it more i actually felt it more believable that Steeg was sort of letting the popularity get to his head oh something we didn't talk about is that Steeg realizes through conversations with dunkleman that at home um in sweden he's kind of a dork which makes sense because he's a fucking theater kid and so here he's actually hot and popular and, and he says a popular guy's name that immediately left my head. He's like, Oh my gosh, I'm him. I'm the popular kid. And so it's clear by this point that he's kind of letting the popularity get to his head and doing whatever he wants. And I found that sort of character arc and like seeing him go down that slippery slope to, to make sense that he kissed her, but it didn't make sense to me that she kissed him. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe she's more confident too. I don't know. There you go.
0: Exactly. So like, she suddenly has this confidence, I guess, because of the makeover uh, to
1: kiss him. But true, yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel great. We um, have a funny scene where Harper's like, the situation is getting very ugly, very fast. And I thought her delivery was actually really funny. Yeah. Um, She's probably mm, one of my favorite parts of the movie.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. So now we have Kimmy inviting Jody to hang out with her. Steeg, Dunkelman, Liz, and Schnipper, <laughs> uh, because Schnipper likes Jody all of a sudden. Uh, Jody ditches Farida, which leads to a fight at an escape room. All the couples kiss, but Jody isn't into Schnipper and leaves. I hate saying the word Schnipper. S- <laughs> Steeg admits that he got jealous seeing her kiss Schnipper and agrees to come to Harper's pageant, but never shows up. We probably should explain who Liz is quickly.
1: Yeah. Uh, Liz, well yeah, go ahead. Liz is
0: like just a girl that's in, in the crowd who likes Dunkelman.
1: A normal human. Actually she's not normal. She's so beautiful. Have you looked her they up? They meet it they meet in art class. I have because I was like, I have a feeling this girl is Filipino. She's so I felt a kinship.
0: Pretty I think I wrote in my notes that like I would absolutely choose Liz over Jody.
1: Sorry, Jody. I think she's also a good actor, and I wish her the best. Yeah. Um, she's in. She has her. She's in another TV show too. Um, there, this is where I think like some kind of weird things happen. Like there's a weird segment where, uh, in the cafeteria, Dunkelman is doing like Gordon Ramsay impressions, oh, yeah. and um, and Schnipper, like sort of looks at Jody and is like, "Wow, she's so self confident, and that's why he starts liking her." Which is
0: absolutely unbelievable, um, and it's, it's honestly a little upsetting that she even, like, considers hanging out with him because he's been so awful to her. Um, but, of course, that brings us to the, the fuck room, which was oh my the God. best part. <laughs> like, is this normal? Is it normal oh to go God. on a, like,
1: triple date yes. and so, make out all- with people? At this point in the movie, I was like, this is an ad for New Orleans. Like, they're trying to make people come to New Orleans. Because mm-hmm. I was like, now I want to go and, like, go to a spooky escape room house. It looks Because awesome. the idea of, like, the idea of having an escape room, but it's a whole, like, scary Victorian house is awesome. Yeah. And I want to go. And we'll go. We'll do it. <laughs> um, but, yes, everyone is making out on separate couches in very PG-13 ways, too, which is kind of funny. Like, the kissing is very – there's, like, not really a lot of tongue. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh is this normal? <laughs> I, I <laughs> say like this no, to you.
0: but what do you say?
1: <laughs> um, oh, sorry. We have to pause because someone is ringing my doorbell. Hold okay, on. I'll, 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 be, I'll here. be here. Hello, Charlie. It's
0: Jane speaking. You can cut this part out because Issa is getting her door. Someone's at the door. Maybe it's a package.
1: Or some food. Um, what I was going to say is that before interrupted by the doorbell, I, uh, had one situation. (laughs) Okay. I did not go into a fuck room, but (laughs) one time I was hanging out with my boyfriend and another couple that we were friends with in high school, like my other girl in my friend group. And, um, they started making out and, Um, At the time, this is actually like a fond memory of an ex that I really hate. So at the time, he was very much like, what the fuck? Like, why are they making out in the same room as us? So we were like, let's pretend to like make make out noises Um, and, you know, kind of freak them out. But we weren't sort of that close to each other. Like they were um, on a couch and sort of separated from us by a half wall. And we were like sitting down somewhere else. So then we made like kind of silly make out noises. And then eventually they stopped making out and they were like, "What? like, what are you doing? And we were like, why were you guys trying to do that? And I thought, I felt a little bad embarrassing the other girl in this situation. She was kind of like also weirded out clearly. And it was her boyfriend that kind of wanted to turn it into a fuck room. <laughs> 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 but, um, but that's the, that's the closest I've come to this situation. And um, maybe maybe that would have been a funny way to get out of it. If you are, one, if you are ever teens listening, if you're ever in a situation <laughs> where you might be in a fuck room, you could just uh, agree with your partner <laughs> to make fake making out noises. And then everyone laughs and relieves the tension. That sounds fun. I have never been
0: close to a situation like that, but... <laughs> It's something I wish I had experienced. So actually my advice (laughs) to teens is to go do this. So find some friends, find a room
1: room. and,
0: and make out just so you can say you did 10 years later.
1: It's also funny because couldn't they just go to someone's house and do this, but they go to the escape room and wait until the last level. And they're like, there's 20 minutes. Uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're gonna make out and then we'll have plenty of time to solve the escape room. Yeah.
0: Maybe this is just like a, um, like they're like, We're so good at escape room that we can make out <laughs> I've never done for 15 one minute- either we need to do this. Yeah, it sounds we- like
1: <laughs> it sounds like my dream because I'm competitive and I like puzzles. You also like murder mysteries, but I I, I don't think I would do one mysteries. unless it was like a big house one like this. Um, okay. Well, we have to go. What to I New w- what I was gonna say about this movie is that after that she talks to him to Steeg and like sort of confronts him and is like, I don't know how to feel about all this. And I think something I appreciated from this character is that she's actually very honest with him when they do talk one-on-one, which I found kind of realistic, which is like when there's other people around you and people you're kind of reacting and you're kind of caught off balance and you're a teen, um, you just sort of make mistakes. And then maybe one-on-one it's like a little easier for you to talk about what you actually meant to do in the moment. Uh, and I, I liked it.
0: Yeah, actually that, that brings to mind that like, something this movie doesn't have is someone not telling someone something for the entirety of the movie. And that being the plot, right? Like it's actually people are, yeah, people are honest with each other mostly. Um, and that's maybe that's one reason why I liked this movie more than
1: it deserves. People can't help themselves. With sort of, you know, how high school affects, like distorts your view of like bodies or popularity or something. And it's, it's, it was a pretty real portrayal of like trying to break out of those thought patterns. So one, okay. Uh, so one we weird thing. Therapy. Okay.
0: <laughs> one, okay. Something that I had not noticed up until this point, which is, I don't know, over halfway through the movie, is that Dunkelman is carrying around a wooden crate. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't noticed that. And it's yep. just, like, it's acknowledged later, but he's just carrying around a wooden crate instead of, like, a purse or a, or a bag or a backpack or yes. whatever it is. You're
1: supposed to know, from the very first scene you meet him, she sort of says, you might think he's kind of weird for carrying around his books in a wooden uh, crate. Oh. But, it, but it it's so fast, and they don't even focus on the crate that long, that I, I just think they could have done better with that, because it does yeah. come in later, as we talked about. Um, I will say... I. I love the pageant scene. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so this is great, and
0: I who, but, but I do have a question, which is who goes to pageants?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Also, does Harper have a job, or is her job that she enters pageants? I thought she was also in high school, but she's not. I think she is
0: graduated, and I don't think she has a job because she's so successful winning pageants. She's not going to college. She's just going to pageant it up. I think pageants look like fun because like, okay, my thought is that that people who go to pageants are either parents slash friends, and then there's like a mystery group of people who go to pageants (laughs) for fun,
1: and I think (laughs) I could be that person. I will fill that seat. I would absolutely go. I wouldn't go to like a child one, but I would go to one like Harper's Day. I would go. I would love to. Well, also, I was going to say, like, a lot of Filipinos love to watch Miss Universe. Like, it's a really? big... Yeah, it's like, everybody online will watch Miss Universe, and it's, like, a big thing in, like, the Filipino gay community to, like, all wow. watch Miss Universe and, like, root for people, usually root for Miss Philippines, it, but it yeah. fun. Okay, we're going to do that. Yeah, and, let's watch Miss know, Universe. It's Whenever fun. pageants um, start again. I it thought was... there were two funny funny jokes in the pageant. One is that Harper sort of interrupts her own speech because she looks out into the crowd and sees that um, Stieg isn't, isn't there. He stood her up. So her sister sees this from on stage and sort of like almost messes herself up. And it's this great like sister dynamic because they love each other. They're so different, but they clearly like care about each other more than, you know, all this bullshit that's happening to them. Um, and it, it warmed my heart. And then I think, you know, the other line that I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you write it down? Because yes. I'm going to mess it up. I think it's just like, um, oh, I didn't write down the the start of it, which is the I just wrote down the punchline. <laughs> she's talking about how she
0: she's a uh, um, into hospitality because that's yes. Wait, she says,
1: maybe she is studying hospitality at college. Oh, maybe or she's you know trying she's or she internship. already has a degree. That's mentioned. oh my god, we totally forgot. Yes, that's she has, okay, it a, she has an unpaid internship. <laughs> but she says she says something like, "Yeah, I you know I'm in the hospitality and I." it's all about I don't remember it's all about service and um putting putting the the needs of the client first or something like that and she says and I hope we can continue to do that just like in the hospitality industry and she has this long pause and then she says in the ongoing middle eastern conflict (laughs) and I screamed I thought it was funny uh, I thought that the family was really cute. They actually like each other. They have a car ride home where the dad is really pissed off that Stieg uh, stands her up. And I, I genuinely felt that the family liked each other besides besides having their own little quirks. Like, clearly their parents are both a little weird, too.
0: Also, we never mentioned, but the mom is played by the actress who played Angela on The Office. and oh, she yeah. Oh, my she's God. Yeah. Good. She's like she's a talented good. person. She's good. All right. At Dunkelman's party, Steeg apologizes to Jody about ditching the pageant. Liz asks Dunkelman to homecoming, but he says no because he's in love with Jody. The next morning, Dunkelman, who has a black eye, gives Jody high heels as a present to say sorry for being a bad friend. Liz sends Jody a video of Steeg telling the entire party that Jody is obsessed with him and Dunkelman standing up for her.
1: I thought at this point in the movie, I was like, "This is a little too long." I don't know if you.
0: I was actually into it, but okay. um, but yeah, I mean, all movies should be 90
1: minutes or less. Yes. Again, this girl looks incredible in stuff that I wish I wore more. I forgot what she wears to the party specifically, but I was like, I like it. Oh, she wears, like, a classic, like, denim jacket with a little bit of... What do you call, like, a denim jacket with, like, the shirring, the, like, kind of fluff and, like, the collar? Oh, like, oh I know what you're saying. like It's a kind of... wool. It's a very, like, mush- Michigan color. jacket. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> and she, she. <laughs> she looks incredible. Um, goes goes into her room while she's sleeping. I read that morning, which I would too. Never like, allow.
0: What she could be doing anything in there, sir. Like you can't just <laughs> go in there.
1: She could be wearing um, anything or not. Yeah. I just, and, the, uh, do Hollywood <laughs> people not know what friends are like? No. Did they not have friends in high school? <laughs> okay. I have, a, I have another question for you. Did you have any platonic male friends? First of all, did you have any close platonic male friends in high school or as a teen? And number two, did you have any, like, like, they like each other, will they, won't they, among platonic male and female friends? Mm,
0: no. <laughs> I mean, I was, so my, I had mostly had a girl gang and then mm-hmm. I was in a lot of, like, of the same classes with the same people, um, like literally for four years straight. So I, I became friends with kind of the male nerds, um, yeah. but I was never in any, like, no romantic triangles, no will they, won't, and nothing exciting. <laughs>
1: so, unfortunately, no. What about I you? Had, I had two close platonic male friends in the Philippines that um, are both. I'm both still friends with one. One is like a really good friend that like came to my wedding mm-hmm. all the way from you know internationally, and he's great. Um, maybe you met him. I don't know, <laughs> um, but he. Okay. I but one of them was my sort of like. We both sort of liked each other but kind of at different times, like sort of mm. by the time I didn't like him anymore, I think he wanted to date. And I also was a late bloomer and didn't date until high school. And so it just wasn't ready to date anyone. And, um, and it was a cute, like, I guess what I, what I was going to say is that at that age, when you're platonic friends and maybe someone likes the other, you're like actually really careful about what you say and like making the friendship awkward. And I just didn't, I don't understand this like Hollywood thing of like friends openly desiring each other and just like hitting on each other, which you, yeah. you said a while ago. It was super I, unrealistic. I would just never do that and it would make things awkward and I would not be friends with that person. Um, and it, it's, instead of being sweet, it like, it's creepy to me. Cause I, I thought, honestly, this is another thing I wanted to talk about, which is that if this, if this girl were sort of freakishly quote unquote tall, and people in high school were all about her being freakishly tall, then the more realistic thing that teen boys would say is like, I I wanna fuck this girl because uh-huh. I I wanna fuck a freak. <laughs> like oh, God, there's yeah. like a weird there's like a weird, like porny like element to it on the internet that I feel like people would like be into. And interesting. They, like, take. <laughs> no, I I really believe that. And I at first I was like, this is like a short guy who's into like being like sleeping with like a tall woman. That's like what I originally thought Dunkelman as. So I was like freaked out, but then eventually he was more normal.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I do think that, uh, another flaw of this scene is that Dunkelman is like listing all of this cool shit about Jody Mm. that we, we have no, we have not seen. The viewer has not seen anything cool about Jody. Um, she just doesn't have a personality. So like, I have no reason to believe why Dunkelman would choose her over literally perfect, gorgeous Liz. We
1: like, Liz. Um,
0: <laughs> we love Liz and who, who is interested in him. Who's like reciprocating feelings. And
1: they seem um, to fun. And yeah. They, like they have little. a good time
0: together. Okay. So that's unbelievable. But, um, I did think that the, the guy who played Dunkelman, uh, he, he said something like karate. Did you catch that? Uh, maybe because yeah. she like punches him accidentally,
1: and then he's, he's like, like, "Where did you win it?"
0: And I read on the internet that people were offended f- by him saying that, but I thought it was really funny, and I thought <laughs> that he had like, I thought that he had like Schmidt vibes from New Girl. Like I thought that he had the gotcha. kind of like weird comic timing that I really liked. So oh, yeah, I didn't find
1: that offensive at all. I thought it was pretty funny because as she... an Asian woman, you didn't find that <laughs> I'm, offensive. I'm a... <laughs> put it on the record I can say it yeah let, let the record show. yeah but it was funny because he goes into her room and she hits him in the face because she's freaked out which i would also do okay um, at homecoming Steeg and kimmy are crowned
0: homecoming king and queen but he breaks it breaks up with her jody shows up and makes a speech about loving herself Steeg asks her out but she says no back
1: at home she
0: and dunkleman kiss
1: what do we think about um Jody sorry I just jumped in I was so no excited good. what do we think about Jody's pantsuit
0: um it's not as great as they like acted like it was agree
1: I think it's ugly <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it I think it's cool to wear a cool pantsuit and heels that's awesome I don't like her. it was my least favorite of her outfits
0: yeah I agree it's not as like stunning and also like they have this weird thing where they they talk about her dressing like a boy in the beginning, and and I guess I'm glad that they didn't like force her into like a very feminine dress. dress. but I don't think they needed they like they didn't need to put her into a pantsuit to prove a point. And also, like you said, they could have
1: picked a better one. It's also I think ugly pantsuit. It looks like problem. Hamilton cosplay. Yeah, doesn't she have like maybe was a frilly collar? Yeah, was it supposed to be kind of like New Orleansy? I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe maybe we're like missing. Ooh, maybe we're like insulting someone else's culture not a costume probably um yeah. also her speech <laughs> we do? her speech makes no sense uh yes. agree I wrote it down I don't
0: I don't know why that she, like why does she why does she think it's necessary one why did someone allow her to do it two um <laughs> why the audience goes crazy afterwards they're like yes and then Farida, her best friend, who, again, we haven't seen in 30 minutes, she forgives her immediately for all of her wrongdoings. Um, Farida had also been, like, dancing by herself at the at the homecoming Frida dance. Farida likes to dance. She's very self-confident. She likes to dance. Yes. But she also would have more friends. And, like, definitely yes. a boyfriend or girlfriend if she wanted one. Like, she was too one, cool. You can yeah, only have one friend. Alone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and Liz doesn't really have a friend, or Liz is friends with the, sh- the bitchy girl. Yeah, Kimmy. Which is weird. <laughs> but yes, her speeches, Joni's speech is, I'm so much more than a tall girl. I'm a sister, a best friend. I'm funny, smart. I kiss someone else's boyfriend, and I play piano. <laughs> it's like So you're an asshole. These are all just, you know, yeah, number one, it makes you an asshole. Number two, these are all just, like, the synopsis of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I think,
1: but again, like
0: this I think this movie could have worked if she if she just weren't the tall girl if she were just a girl who Change suffered from insecurity because oh, every person every person does um and it could it could have worked but uh it definitely funny and it's, a funny, and
1: it's a funny they have good comic relief I don't know and then okay and then we go to the um uh, Stig, she rejects Stieg which is one of I don't know I guess I think a strength of the movie is that um, Steve has his own character arc, which is that he lets the popularity get to his head and he really does like Jodi and they have a cool thing going. And he says, or he lets himself get too caught up in popularity and pretends that Jody was really into him and he like thinks she's weird and that sucks. And then he regrets it. And he, I, I just thought it was very believable. And she was like, no, I don't want to be with you. I, you, you know, you made, you fucked up. Yeah.
0: I didn't think that his acting was necessarily like that convincing to me. Oh no, um, no. I just mean that the, <laughs> the character that they Yeah. Were but I agree. It is nice to have, that's what Farida deserves is like Farida deserves her own a character arc, arc or like any, Absolutely. anything at all. But mm-hmm. she, she does not have that. Um, I, so the, the kiss, of course, this is the reveal of the milk crate where he like puts it down and he stands on it so he can kiss her. I laughed out loud in, like, a bad way. Like, I laughed out loud in, like, a...
1: I wrote, the milk crate, dot, dot, dot. And then I just, I want to say, as a short person, I'm super fucking mad. I think that's stupid. (laughs) I don't know whose idea this was. Who in the writer's room was, you know, deciding that? I think it's dumb. I don't think it's a fun gag. I I know people with girlfriends who are taller than them, and that's insulting. Uh, (laughs) Like, if if somebody did that and was like yeah i was carrying this around like i would be like you're you're insane (laughs) yeah it's definitely it's definitely creepy at the very
0: least it reminded me kind of of like a pretty and pink vibe Mm. like the boy pining after the girl in like such an obvious and like excruciating way um so i don't know maybe it was trying to throw back to that but i also didn't um think that jody seemed attracted to him like the characters have pretty good like platonic chemistry? Yes. But
1: no romantic chemistry. The 180 was too fast. Do we believe in this like short king with a heart of gold? I mean... You like him, though. You like the actor. I I cannot help but like him because
0: I like the actor, but he he is creepy. Like, it's weird. It's manipulative and weird. I hate it,
1: yeah. I also... I don't have an attachment to the actor, and so Mm -hmm. I actually don't like him. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah, I'm sorry. But maybe I'll see him. Maybe I'll see him in something else and like it. But you watch American Vandal? Sure. It is... I just didn't... I will
0: watch it with you. It's so fucking good. Okay. I just didn't uh,
1: believe... This particular character was great at all. Like he was terrible, um, but I also didn't find him lovable. And I think, the the best friend um, we the other insane movie we watched, the Kissing Booth. I think the best friend, who's you know, uh, also a manipulative toxic character. I liked him a little more mm. um, as a as a character. But I don't know. I think that's fair. We we don't
0: see Dunkelman and Jody interact in. A many way. positive ways yeah until the end when dunkleman's like listing these characteristics that we've never seen so i think that's fair and like he is blatantly <laughs> manipulative and creepy so yes. i'm in the wrong i, I, sh- I should not be about, charmed well, by him like
1: actor that's okay i don't think we talked about the fact that he tries to um tell he he sort of influences steeg to lean into like his new popularity too
0: yes that's true because um, he to fuck up their relationship and that's there's like this popularity theme that is sort of unclear but like when you were saying that dunkleman was doing the impressions like that was him kind of getting in with the popular kids and like so yes. he's jealous that sieg is immediately popular and wants to be included I just,
1: yeah i don't feel i don't i also don't believe that anyone's super unhappy in the start of this film except for maybe ava michelle i like her like sullen like slouching around but wait the that's netflix description she's, she's is, actually 18 so the Netflix description says slouching through life. Oh. <gasps> slouching through life. I like that. <laughs> slouching um, through life. <laughs> I do think that, you know, I know, I know girls who aren't even that tall, like five ten, who like don't want to wear heels. And that's like a yeah. real thing. Um, and they should, cause they should wear uh, a denim jumpsuit and heels. Cause I want to pull off that outfit as well as a tall girl could. But, um, I just couldn't feel sorry for her because she also, she also like looks a lot like this super privileged girl I knew who like always did these really cool unpaid internships because Uh. she could and was like the daughter of a record producer in like a giant apartment in Tribeca. Yeah. Sorry. That's just like a personal, a personal connection I should have disclosed a personal bias. I should have disclosed from the start. Walter suggested that
0: she looked a little bit like Jenna Marbles and I can see that.
1: Yeah. There's something, yeah, she could be like Jenna Marbles could have been cast as her sister um oh that would have
0: been very fun
1: yeah that would have been very funny because jenna marvels could be hot and weird uh i was gonna say um let me let me summarize um some things that i learned on tumblr okay (laughs) from this movie the takes on tumblr well you said you could probably predict what they were gonna say i feel like i've kind of said everything
0: but here i'll sum up my predictions really quick one she uses the word um Oh shit. It's an A word that means like you're treated badly. Not oppression.
1: It's an oh, no. A word?
0: It's not I forgetting she she basically is suggesting that tallness is like uh okay. is like a systematic oppression against her. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> to the main black character Frida is just is treated terribly, nothing there's nothing real about her she doesn't matter and then three the manipulation from the boy is is not not great and she ends up with him yes yeah
1: you you got him oh my god what i was actually gonna say is that some of it was controversial so there was like a little bit of a if you go on tumblr and search tall girl there's a little bit of disagreement between people arguing that being tall is like not should not be like a minor an ostracized minority versus people being like hey this actor was actually bullied for this and actually cut from dance moms for this like and i'm tall and i that's accurate to my experience that people say how's the weather up there or something like that which i thought was interesting adversity oh adversity. she used the
0: word adversity in the movie and that's just like a hair too far and
1: I, i think people are mixing stuff up which is that I agree that being tall and being bullied for it would be bad. Do we have to make a whole movie out of it and treat it like a central premise similar to an, uh, to something like oppression? Like probably not. No one's saying that like, we don't feel sorry for people who are bullied. Right. Uh, You know, like in Mean Girls or in a similar, just random teen movie, you could just have a tall girl and someone accidentally offhandedly says something to her and then the you know i i don't i just don't think it deserves a whole movie but um people also disagreed about man like some well the, the general consensus was that he was a terrible person but that the milk crate scene was cute and that they liked the ending because he was carrying around the milk crate which i thought was insane <laughs> i don't yeah. agree at all
0: if they were att- if they if i believe their attraction to each other then like maybe i would think it was cute but i just didn't but i don't
1: yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. So,
0: should we do yeah. our three questions? Should do, yeah,
1: should we do our sum up? Um, I, you know, we've we've come to the end where we we each answer some questions. Any any other stray thoughts we haven't covered? No, I'm oh, out. Something I thought this movie did well. I don't think anyone looked too old. That's fair. Agreed. Which, uh, yeah. Um, okay, is this movie good or bad, Jane?
0: Um, it's. It, i have I have to say that it's bad and it makes me sad to say that because I think that the dialogue is a lot better than some of the movies we've watched recently the acting is passable and there mm-hmm. are f- some moments of like genuine comedy but because of everything we've discussed I have to say it's a bad movie
1: I agree I think this movie is bad it's not as bad as some other ones we've seen but I, I do think the humor is fine. I think I genuinely laughed. Um, yep. Did you like Did you like this movie? <laughs> okay, I'm going to be real
0: vulnerable right now and say <laughs> I did like it. I liked this movie. Sorry. I, liked
1: it too. I think I liked it more than... I, I, I liked the first half a little more than the second, but I was pleasantly Definitely. surprised by the That's humor. That's totally, right. Mm-hmm. It also... Um, I think that people would maybe think that Sierra, I would like Sierra Burgess more than this movie, and I liked this movie way more. I thought it had a oh, little yeah. more personality. Totally. Um, I was I I was pulled out of my analytical uh, podcaster critic mind a little bit to like enjoy
0: the movie. (laughs) Our very professional analytical Um, podcaster mind. Would
1: you (laughs) would you recommend this movie to a teen? And if so, what type of teen?
0: (laughs) Well, clearly there is one answer, and that is a tall teen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Any teen who's been afraid to wear heels. Yeah, or should I would not recommend it to a future short king because like I don't think the guy is a good role model. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good <laughs> point. But I, I do think I would, I would maybe be like, yeah, it's fine. You could watch it. It's I think it's silly. totally,
0: totally passable and like I- enjoyable and um, not so horrible that you know you you would walk away with a terrible message. It's just, it's yeah. just kind of dumb.
1: I wouldn't pay money to see it in theaters. I also um. I think this is a good choice for Sabrina Carpenter. For sure, I'm excited to. First of all, I'm gonna I'm going to go listen to her music, but I'm excited to see see what she does, see her arc unfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be you know we'll be documenting it on the pod. Definitely, because I'm <laughs> sure she will be
0: in more of these movies as well. Um, we I do watch.
1: I do still think that like there there there's like a there, there's a way to look at this movie and be like. That short guy just, like, really wanted to, like, smash, like, a woman hotter, like, a woman taller than him. (laughs) That's what I'm reading. He had, like, a kink for it. Hey,
0: art art is is, um, subjective. So if that's what you believe,
1: (laughs) then that's your truth. Oh, my other thing about this movie is that I want to go to New Orleans. I'm sure it's not like what they showed, but the parade scene where they're all, like, hanging out, watching the parade, I was like, that'd be a cool thing to do in high school. Okay. I
0: went to new Orleans, um, in college for like a research, like presentation. And, uh, I was like, I had to stay in a hotel room with like a bunch of, um, people that I I didn't know very well. And I will say at one point, um, they got naked.
1: (laughs) Wait, so you were in a fucked room. I guess I was except that I (laughs) was on a separate bed
0: applying for jobs and there was some nudity to my right that I was Oh, when you were awake fully awake and it wasn't sexual it was just nudity oh I I I, I, um, (laughs) am yeah so that was my New Orleans experience cool well we'll go maybe we'll make our
1: own fuck room all right i think i think that sums it up any last any last thoughts jane i'll have to ask you more um, about your new orleans experience yeah we'll talk about it off mic um but we'll uh stay tuned for more for more teen content we'll uh we'll pick a new movie soon and uh that sums it up for tall girl let us let us know if you uh if you agree if you disagree if you like this movie um and we'll see you next time Under Under the bleachers!